But Rossini had his own way of making money. He hired only the deadbeats, the down-and-outs of the circus profession, those who, for one reason or another, could never get a job with the big, posh outfits. Some were too old or too incompetent. Some, like Tony the strong man, were on the run from the police. Rossini hired them all and paid them starvation wages, knowing they wouldn't dare to ask for more. All the profits went into his own pockets, paying for the flashy suits, the diamond rings and the big cigars that fitted Rossini's picture of himself as an international showman. Anyone who objected was soon beaten into submission by Rossini's big fists. He had a right to his perks. He was the boss, wasn't he? Things were looking particularly good this week. One of the bigger circuses had been closed down by flu, and by a bit of quick moving, Rossini had been able to take up their booking. For once, the circus Rossini had a decent pitch, a nice little field on the outskirts of a fair-sized market town. There was every chance of a good crowd when they opened up in the morning, a decent few quid in the kitty for once. Not that it would make any difference to the rest of the circus folk, but Luigi Rossini was already thinking about a new car, one of those nice big American jobs, a Cadillac or a Chevrolet. Rossini produced a big cigar, lit it with a flourish, and prepared to start bullying his crew to get a move on. They'd have the big top up and the seats prepared before any of them stopped for food or rest. But naturally that didn't apply to the boss. After he'd got them all toiling, he'd go back to his luxurious caravan and demolish a cold chicken and most of a bottle of whiskey. Suddenly Rossini heard a strange noise, a sort of wheezing, groaning, mechanical sound. It seemed to come from the furthest corner of the field. There, under the shade of a few trees, was parked the horse-box which held Madame Mariella's prancing ponies, three worn-out old nags who could hardly manage a gallop, let alone a prance. To his astonishment, Rossini saw that another horse-box was parked beside it. But this was a horse-box of a very different sort, glossy and gleaming, brand-spanking new. The sort of horse-box to carry derby winners to the race-course. But what was it doing in his field? Why hadn't he seen it drive in? Angrily, Rossini strode towards it. He peered suspiciously into the driver's cab. It was empty. Rossini marched round to the back and hammered on the rear doors. But as soon as his fist touched the door, he snatched it back in dismay. The horse-box tingled. He felt a hum of suppressed power, almost like an electric shock. The rear door snapped open, and a man stood looking at him.